0: Welcome to Startup Confidential, what food and beverage industry players will never tell you that you need to know if you're running a startup. Let's do this. Welcome to Episode 44, The Future of Trade Shows. Like you, I've watched large conference and trade organizations create online events to partially replace revenue lost during the pandemic and to stay relevant. What I've noticed is how the priority now has moved away from showcasing brands to retailers, and more toward facilitating digital meetings and education for a variety of stakeholders. One power of digital media is that it can more easily level the playing field when it comes to accessing experts and other Illuminati in your field. I mean, look at Twitter. If experts and celebs make themselves available online, it's a lot easier to get to them in a digital event than if you try to stand in that awkward post-speech lineup at a conference which is skewed towards super aggressive people or extroverts. I mean, after a live speech, at any time, the speaker is socially permitted to just take off, even though there's a line. Oh, sorry, I have a meeting. Yeah, right, sure you do. You have a meeting with your descending colon in stall number nine, dude. Whatever. Let's look more closely at the trade shows we've been skipping since the pandemic began. I believe, folks, we have the perspective necessary to totally reimagine these events, not necessarily to get rid of them. And the clues to their reimagining were present long before this pandemic, folks. Rewind your brain memory tapes and listen again to the grumblings you used to hear. What were they about? It's within the grumblings that we can see how to reimagine these shows. Before COVID-19, the heart of the modern trade show was the booth and the theater of pitching retail buyers at it. One problem though, and it's a huge one for entrepreneurs, is that by sticking you and your team behind a booth basically all day, you become captive to endless prowling from agencies, vendors, brokers, consultants, and people you have no desire to meet right then. The amount of social noise orthogonal to your purpose was honestly out of control at shows like Expo West. Really, at the margins of the booth theater were the talks, the workshops, even an odd business school. These are often sold as add-ons to upsell you and even upsell booth buyers who'd already paid 30000 That really gets me. But these were never even really the primary purpose around which event schedules, and rules at the shows were designed. In fact, many trade shows actively proscribe, pro-prevent, sponsored even, workshops and formal meetings in their meeting spaces during floor hours to shove all the bodies into the maze of booths. Oh my God. This basically eliminated the most productive hours of the day for formal sponsored education and networking events, which were always poorly attended, with one or two exceptions. In a pandemic, we have seen how we retract to the most necessary of objectives and tasks when it comes to social interaction face to face. So what does a trade show event tap into that is truly necessary for all stakeholders in the CPG industry? Okay, this is the tough one, and I may not succeed, but here we go. The face-to-face social bonding aspects of trade shows stand out to all of us, even the pathological introverts like me, as the most irreplaceable feature of the trade show. But do we need after parties and cocktail events to move our businesses forward? Really? I mean, how many warm relationships, honestly, become hot, hot, hot after 10 minutes of cocktail chit-chat? Are you kidding me? None. None. How many cold relationships, though, become warm at those events? Well, a lot. But wait, is it really necessary to meet up face-to-face over booze to accomplish that social warm-up? No, not with 1080p video chat capabilities. I'm sorry, in high-speed broadband. No, it just isn't anymore. And you know what? We've all spent the last 13 months figuring that out, like definitively figuring it out, that going from cold to warm, you could do that online. Going from warm to hot, no, that's when you need to look in their eyes in real life. And using trade shows to build awareness for your brand, okay, I'm sure it'll still work after the pandemic, and it always did. But the fact that it worked at a trade show only mattered if it was the most efficient way to build awareness given the enormous fucking costs of having a booth. But we now know that this is not true. Trade PR, LinkedIn, online events, cold emailing, email blasting, hustling, that can offer awareness building opportunities 24 hours a freaking day and basically for almost nothing. Wow. So guess what we've learned? Face-to-face communication is actually really, 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 truly totally irreplaceable for two things in business. One. One. Training reluctant humans in difficult skills that generate enormous loads of emotional resistance and avoidance, and therefore require a theater of live social pressuring. And two, making very high stakes business decisions with weak social ties, i.e., that business decision requires you to engage in maximal trust verification. Which, let's face it, across all cultures, is about staring someone in the eyes and scanning their face as they talk to you for hours. This is very hard to lie for hours and hours. There's always a tell. If we step back from these two usages of face-to-face communication in business, we see that the booth theater of the modern trade show is way, way off center. Like way the modern booth at a packed trade show is not conducive to confidential, measured conversation and rapport building like I just described. It is a theater of light flirtation, of cold to warm, at best. Nothing more than wild sample hurling is possible if your booth is busy. And if it's not busy, that would suggest A, you did not do enough pre-event marketing, and B, your thing is of little effing interest, or is already well-known, in either of the latter two cases, why the hell are you at the show standing at an expensive booth? Most trade shows, folks, are no longer selling shows. That's how they started, but that's not how they function anymore. Selling shows, you know, where founders would accumulate cute little hard copy POs from small independent retailers and go home patting their stack on the fold-out tray table in their airplane home. Now, honestly, that would be a crazy expensive way to get your business started anyways. Because nothing is stopping you from courting local specialty chains and Whole Foods in your home city right away and getting the goddamn POS at your desk at home. Those retailers buy local all the time directly from folks. Hell, even the store managers will bring stuff in. Why the hell would you pay 50K total all-in travel, shipping, pallets, product, and booth fees to stand at a booth and hope you can get the equivalent accomplished on either coast and waste an entire week of doing anything else in your business? And honestly, once your business is like going and it's like a million dollars or more and you're in phase two, adding five little stores in Seattle due to some POs from a buyer who bumps into your booth is freaking meaningless. It adds no volume. It accomplishes nothing. And adding hundreds all over the place if you're really good at working that booth, that also adds nothing once you're in seven figures because nobody goes to those stores. Trade shows put the retail trade in control, folks. Not you at least the way they were traditionally set up. They were set up to make it easier for independent stores to find new products in one consolidated event. Kumbaya, my lord. Kumbaya, natural industry. You, the founder, have to do a lot of pre-show prep to make a booth-centered show work for you. Because you're trapped behind the booth. (laughs) You actually have to do your own marketing campaign nowadays at these shows to invert the communications hierarchy which has always put the wandering, disorganized, last-minute Charlie Byer at the top of the damn pyramid. He gets all the benefits. They can skip or linger booths as they see fit. They can tap out and go to a strip club. You're trapped behind your damn booth all freaking day, all week, talking to some sad, balding graphic designer looking for work. You know I'm not joking because most of you have been through this shit. What if trade shows morphed into truly pan-stakeholder events? Oh, my God. Oh. To do this, they would need to boom, bang, blow up the ridiculous booth theater and reimagine it entirely. And I swear to God, if one of these companies does this, I personally, right now, I will pay for myself to get on a plane with the dynamite and I will blow up the shit myself. The booths benefit no one really. If you stand back, not really, not even the buyers, not when I look at my field notes from over 20 shows I've attended in the last three years. So let's think about how we can begin to reimagine this with the show, with the event, not being about the booths. For one thing, stop selling booths or even sampling stations to startups with no prior CPG experience. Instead, give this awareness building privilege away for free if people want to take advantage of it. Or, I think a lot more intelligent, make up a formula to vet the serious folks who are starting off. Not the part-time hobbyists who are still working as freaking, you know, principals at McKinsey. Screw you. Everyone would prefer the latter, the serious folks. Ooh, can you hear this? Ooh, you made it into Expo West? Wow, you must have your shit together, man. That's impressive. I got rejected three years in a row segregate the companies into tracks based on business performance so that everyone knows how to spend their time best i don't think i probably need to say this but an insane percentage of the booths are going to phase 1 businesses that have basically not even turned their engine on these businesses are spending their entire annual marketing budget at expo west and it makes me want to puke but more importantly They don't need to have their time wasted standing at a booth and being approached all day long, mostly by who? By branding agencies that charge a minimum of $18,000 to build a website. Are you kidding me? And the branding agency, they have no way to know. They don't have the Nielsen data to know that this brand is basically $100,000 trailing because anyone can go and buy a graphic designer to make their booth look like they're hot shit. I mean, the whole thing is a bunch of smoke and mirrors nonsense from all ends, and it encourages it how does that help anyone? The New Hope shows, sorry, have historically been a temple to what I describe offline, and now, for the first time, online. A temple to what has to be a truly American pretense. It's this insincere pretense that all plans are equal under the cultish tent of natural, come one, come all, with your massive checkbooks and your fees that you can't afford. The reality is that these shows have always been hierarchical, but on the surface, oh no, we let everyone in, even though you're likely not to benefit at all from showing up. I mean, I hope most of you are aware that there's a creepy points hierarchy at New Hope shows that's based on the number of shows you bought booths at in prior years. So you could be a totally failed $5 million business, but as long as you've been buying booths for 10 years, you are going to have access to the optimal high traffic floor space because of your loyalty to Informa, not because of your business performance, not because of your demand potential, not because of your value to anyone from a financial perspective, including all stakeholders including the parasitic people who show up to get fees from you. The fastest-growing brands, if they're young, they'll still get stuck in the corner. Hello? What are we doing here? What what, what are we doing here? We're rewarding loyalty to a cult is what we're doing. This has nothing to do with business, but I don't think we should have an all-industry business trade show if everyone there is not about business. The KPIs need to be about business. How you get into the show should be about business. I mean, when the anthropologist is telling you to get real about the business, I think you've drifted far off course. (laughs) I'm sorry. Really, I'm not the one who should be bringing this up. Here's my idea. Introduce a meaningful business KPI hierarchy to gain access to the damn show as a CPG company instead of this faux equality, which is not really equal at all. For every time, I suggest blowing up the booths and doing what I'm saying here. There are at least two people who's immediately, and I'm sure there's two listening, more than two listening right now, who trot out some anecdotes about how they met the whole foods bar at Expo West and their whole business was transformed amazingly. Yeah, when you look at it from five years in the rearview mirror. yeah. But excuse me, did you agree to an actual trade deal at the show standing at your booth? No, no, you didn't. You agreed to have a meeting about that. I'm sorry, but it's 2021. You know, the 1080p video chat, uh, high-speed broadband. Aren't there better ways, folks, to get a meeting these days? I sure have better ways to get the meeting. Yeah, tell me about it. They're a lot better. And guess what? Like, the monthly subscription fees on your video chat app, they're really low compared to $50,000 you spent getting the fucking booth, sending your product there to hand it out to people like me. And then, you know, shall I go on? Yeah. This is all especially true if you're doing real category innovation that every stakeholder wants because those are the things that grow and those are the things that grow and make everyone happy not the 38th granola brand hoping that brand identity alone will carry it to glory when we all know that that brand identity plus a boatload of cash might actually pull that off and that you're never going to get that the booth folks which they used to sell to any comer with a credit card is not going to help anybody that's an incredibly late mover I can tell you that for sure. It certainly won't help them any better than the internet in 2021, which we know is vastly cheaper to utilize. Look, I I do not have this entire reimagined event mapped out in my mind because I don't work for Informa in these companies. You know, it ain't my job. But God, I wish they would actually do something really creative when they go back to a physical event. And I really beg that they turn it into a tracked networking education show Let the buyers for once be the ones at the margins who have to chase the founders down. That would be refreshing. Sound completely insane? Let me know. I'd love to get your feedback on this. I really actually would. So please send it to admin at premiumgrossolutions.com and I promise I'll respond to every single email. Somehow, I will. Take care, folks. And remember, be safe out there. Dr. Richardson's new book, Ramping Your Brand, is available now on Amazon. Please check it out and spread the word. And don't forget also to take his founder's quiz to see if your team is ready to ride the ramp of exponential growth. You can download the quiz at rampingyourbrand.com anytime. And feel free to share your scores with Dr. Richardson anytime at, at premiumgrowthsolutions.com.